welcome to episode 22 of the Zoe Talk Podcast. I finally got my boy Stefan back in here. I'm What's back. happening, brother? I'm back. I've been on a hiatus, but you know what? We back, episode 22, 22, 22, hey, whatever language you want to say it in, we here. We active, bro. We active. So nice. let's get started, man. You know. We're both, we're big Brown fans, so we follow the Lakers. Like, what, what what's going on with the Lakers? What what seems to be the issue from what you've been the games you've been able to watch? Like, what seems to be going on, bro? It's so much, and you know what's crazy? Like, you can't. I know I can't. I can't put the blame on one person. And the reason why that is is because it's a mixture of things. Because we knew. So I don't blame Russ, and here's why. We knew what kind of fit it would be with Russ, Bron, and AD. We knew it wasn't going to be the best fit, but we know Russ plays hard, right? And the reason they brought him on board is because they saw the injuries they dealt with with LeBron and AD the year prior, right after they won the championship, whereas they need somebody like Russ to to be able to carry them if they have to take a night off, you know, so that way they could stay intact, they could still have a good place in the standings. That's not working out at all right now as we can see. But you got to look at coaching. You got to look at Russ. You got to look at everybody on the damn team because the shit just, it's, it's not working. The lineups, Vogel throws out there. Um, you can't blame Russ's turnovers. He been doing Don't be that. making no damn sense, do it. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Don't be making no damn sense the lineups, bro. I was like, yo, Frank, what you doing? And the thing with Frank is he's a defensive-minded coach. But the motherfucker, the niggas not playing defense. So it's like, yeah, but you gave him a whole bunch of old niggas. A lot of them never played defense a day in their life. <laughs> now you're asking them, yo, 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 get to this spot, get to this spot, play defense here, learn this. Rotate here. Rotate. Yeah. Hey, call out the man, call out the switches. Yeah, you can't ask Melo to do that, bro. Like, you can't. DJ just, DJ just out of shape. Like, he looked. He looked like he got stones on his feet, fucking ankle weights on his arms. Like it, it don't look, it don't, it don't look too good for DJ. So I, I said DJ need, needs to be focused on becoming a full time father. You know, you know, fatherhood's Thanks. important. <laughs> it's important to be in your, in your children's lives. Could you imagine and... giving him that speech? Working <laughs> like... for the Lakers. <laughs> I, I, I think it's time that you, he becomes a stay at home father. You know, race it. I don't know how many kids he got. I don't know if he's married or not. Um, but you know, let him stay home with his wife and kids. You know, just Does become a full time family man. I don't assuming? know. <laughs> I'm, ass- I'm assuming, bro. I'm, ass- I'm assuming because, bro, like, no, that's crazy. I-, I-, I agree with you to a point when it comes to like, you can't really put the situation on one dude. However, I will I, if I'm doing. Uh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I'm putting 65 on Vogel, bro. Oh, Vogel. Okay, okay. Vogel. Okay. Yeah, Vogel. Because right. like he be he be throwing up lineups that like why? It, who on God's green earth believes that DeAndre Jordan's a better player than Dwight Howard right now? No one. If you're gonna start a center and play Dwight, should have never and started. Then, and and then like you know we're in an era where spacing matters. Like you need space so people can like get into attack the rim. Rim. And you already know you have a player like Russell Westbrook, who naturally he's not a good shooter, but he's one of the few guys in the league who gets it. Like I'm seeing it now from a lot of young guys, but because mainly a lot of the guards and perimeter players, they like taking jump shots, they like shooting threes. Russell is one of the few guys in the league today that attacks the rim. So it's hard for him to attack the rim when you give him no adequate spacing and shooting. So like I, I posted it on Twitter the other day. I'm like, you y'all do realize when LeBron and um, Russ drive and kick, you know who their best kickout option is? Avery Bradley. When has Avery Bradley ever been confused for a knockdown three-point shooting? Never. So, he started out as a defensive lockdown player. He developed his game a little bit, became a little bit of a spot-up shooter. He, he never really had one-on-one game, but you, the man just got waved by the Warriors. Three days later, he's starting for the Lakers. Why? Why? Guarding? And, and, and you can't tell me it's for defensive reasonings because I'm watching the games. First of all, the Lakers' defense. best perimeter defender is Austin Reeves, in my opinion. Facts. 
that shit's crazy. Uh, he, like he literally be locking dudes up. I'm like, okay, he, he, he in James Harden back pocket. He's like, I'm here. Yeah. But I'm watching Avery Bradley literally get cooked consistently by guards. I saw Tyrese Maxey get him. I saw like last night, LaMelo Ball get him. And it's the NBA, everybody gonna get had. But at least you you gotta be able to stay somewhere in front of your defender and he can't do that. And he's putting out these lineups that make no sense. Like, so a a lot of people keep blaming Russ and I I put put the whole percentage on Vogel because as a coach, you've been in LA for three years. Do Do you know what kind of offense they run? Do I know what kind of offense they run? Like, I when don't. you watch them, does it look like they run any sort of offense or is it just looks like ISO ball? It's it's ISO. And a lot of it is, okay, LeBron, um, do you set a, somebody set a screen for LeBron, drive, kick, or pick and roll, some sort of roll. Yeah. Or it's like <laughs> when him, when when Bron, AD, and Russ are playing, it's like, all right, your turn, Bron. All right, your turn, AD. All right, Russ, your turn. Don't turn the ball over, but your turn. Um, it's it's crazy. Honestly, I would have started Dwight the whole time, or what I would have done, I would have just played AD at the five, so you did have that spacing. The thing is, come crunch time, you you play AD at the five, you see how well it works, right? Now, if you started AD and Dwight, who's scoring in that paint? If you want to talk defense, like it's gonna be hard to score on that. But at the same time, if you do that. You got Bron, Russ, and AD on the floor with Dwight. So who's the other piece you put with that Malik Monk? So you have one knockdown shooter. Bron can knock down shots, but he ain't gonna wait around at the three for Russ to drive and kick. Exactly. That's not that's not how it's gonna work. You feel me? So the the lineups he's thrown out there have been sus. I remember those when Rondo was still on the team. He threw Rondo, Russ, and Melo out there. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> bro! Time out, bro. What are you doing? I think it was an average NBA fan gonna be looking at you and be like, bro, you cannot play Rondo and Russ together at the same time. Bro, I think it was Rondo, Russ, Melo. And then it was somebody, somebody else. It wasn't AD like, or Bron. It was somebody else. Like Baysmore or uh, oh, oh, remember the remember the one Phoenix game? He literally had Rondo, Isaiah Thomas, oh, and Russ God. on the floor at the same time. And I'm oh, like, what? Are we this? Are we really doing this right now? And no I'm sense. looking at, no and I got. Sense. I got no problem with THT if he comes off the bench, but he was putting THT in the lineup. THT is a 25% three-point shooter. So what kind of spacing do you think he's gonna give you? If you're gonna, and I put, everyone keeps saying like, oh, blame Genie, blame Westbrook. Now I do believe like Westbrook does need to be able to slow down his turnovers, understand the pace of the game. Understand like you you don't always have to attack one on four. (laughs) But at the same time, I feel like the coach does it maximize his ability to be successful? Because I, I've seen it in different like different areas of sports, where it be football, basketball. Like coaches, like the, the great coaches, what they do if they got a player who's exceptional, they don't try to force that player into their scheme. What they do is like, all right, you do this really well. Now let me form my scheme around your specific talent. So now we maximize you while we got you, especially if you're a free agent. Yep. And I. He got Russ out there playing with DJ in the clock lane, non-three-point shooters in Ariza and um and and, and um and Bradley. So it's like if you were if if you're gonna play a healthy five man out, from what I'm seeing, I would have had AD, Ron, Reeves, Russ, and if you're gonna go with a shooter or a you know still be small, I would have Stanley Johnson. Yep. That way you're good enough defensively, but everybody else can handle the ball and there's that's, still some level of spacing. That's their best defensive lineup right there. Is you got <clears throat> Russ and Broad, Stanley Johnson, um, AB and Austin Reeves. Because you got Austin Reeves at the two, Russ at the one, Braun and Johnson at the three and four, and AB at and the they five. Can switch. And they can switch spacing, everything. Yep, switch everything. Like and Reeves, that he'll switch. Bruh, and not I'm only he'll switch. You, He'll get to the spot first, and he gonna draw a charge or, or rip you or something. He's there. Like I'm Caruso. telling you, man. I, I'm watching. I'm watching like Harden try to go at him. I'm like, bro, why do people think my boy Reed's food? He ain't food out there, bro. <laughs> He's not food, bro. He's not food. This is so, <laughs> this nigga's I, not I just, food. 
I just think like the a lot of the issues with the Lakers could be solved by just the coach. Like, bro, why are you playing so? What do you see in Avery Bradley that makes you believe he's a lockdown defender? When your best lockdown defender is the undrafted rookie who actually who's I don't care what you think it is. I test analytics. Like I saw this one analytics says that Austin Reeves is one of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA. I'm just like, what? <laughs> and and, and this man Vogel has him riding on the bench, and I, I just don't I just don't get it. I, I'm the pine. He has hold on. Hold on though, another thing, bro. He has Dwight riding the pine way too often. Like he got it's it's he disrespectful. Got Dwight riding the pine, point. and then he got Melo playing the five. I'm just like, what? Like it's very disrespectful at this point. And another thing, and this goes for all Lakers besides Braun and Russ and AD. AD been hurt, but really besides Braun and Russ, like I won't include Austin Reason that. As an organization, if I work in the organization, you gotta ask these dudes, yo, where's your pride? Like, honestly, when you watch some of the Laker games, nobody's afraid of them, bro. Literally, they have, who cares if they just won two years ago? They have no respect. No one respects them. When you watch the way people are attacking them, they're already saying, you're too old, you can't run with us. They're saying, I don't care if your name is uh, AD, I don't care if you're mellow, I don't care if you're LeBron. They're attacking them and talking shit while doing it. So it's like, where's your pride? These people are dogging you. And you just well, gonna sit back and let it happen. Like you to counteract that, what I would say is that you ever you ever play for a coach who you know is like, bro, why he keep doing this dumb shit? Like this shit's not working. You as a player are gonna be like, bro. Like you don't like, even try as much as you, you ain't even you ain't would. even finna try no more because it's like believe bruh, in the system. What, what, what he doing right now, man? This shit don't work. They they eating us up and he still got us playing zone. <laughs> why why we why we still in zone? Let's go back to man to man. Like man to man, we're actually a better man to man team. Yep. He got us playing zone. Like this don't make no sense. Like and, the Lakers should never play zone with the old ass niggas trying to switch and <laughs> run out there. They should not be playing zone. And and I'm looking at it and I'm just like. I, I also I, I even said like yo I can't think of any game that I've watched this year that the Lakers have the coaching advantage. Every game that the Lakers play against somebody, the other coach has the advantage, and I'm just like yo you have interim coaches, and I don't even want to hear the injury excuse anymore because it's like I'm watching Ty Lue not have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and they still battling for the playoffs. Yep. I'm watching Mike Malone without uh, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, and a whole bunch. He got Compazzo and a whole bunch of these random dudes out here balling. So I'm not trying to hear the excuse anymore. You as a coach have to do your best to put your players in a position to be very Fox. successful. And he hasn't done that, in my opinion. D-Wade said it best on the on TNT. On I think it was Thursday when they played, or Tuesday when they played Brooklyn. When they asked him, he was like, they're asking, they asked Shaq, what do you think about these two teams? He was like, well, we can't really judge these two teams because they haven't been at full strength. We can't really judge them yet. And then D-Way's like, but what does that mean, Shaq? Like, the Miami Heat haven't been at full strength all year. They're number one in the East. Facts. So what do you mean at full strength? Because Spolstra's that dude. Like, you could say, if you said Spolstra was the Spolstra's best the top coach in the coach. league, I, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with you. So... That's why a lot of times people look at Vogel because it's like, listen, I understand you got a lot of these old heads on the team. I understand this and this. But, like, you, you've been around the game long enough and been considered a great defensive coach long enough to where you can run enough schemes with these people and be effective. Like, you ain't got to be top five or number one defense like you were the last two years. You got to be top 12, top 10. I think... They're hanging around 17 to 15 right now, but in terms of defensive rating, they're 27th. That means people are scoring on them like crazy. So, and, it's just, it, and Steve it's, Nash, like you can say, well, with Brooklyn, Steve Nash is a second-year coach. You vocal, you've been in the, in the coaching for a while. I'm watching playing Eric defense Spolstra. this year. I'm watching Eric Spoelstra. Yeah, Brooklyn has one of the highest defensive efficiency ratings in the league. So like they're at least trying. And I'm watching Eric Spoelstra put out dudes like Max Struess, 
Um, the big man that they got out of the G League coming out of nowhere, averaging 15 and 10. So I'm watching him like Bam was out for six weeks. Jimmy was out for a while. Kyle Lowry was out for a while. I heard, isn't Tyler Hero out for a little bit? I think yep. he recently came back. So it's like, that's their four primary dudes who've been out. And yet they have the number one record in the league. They're one of the best defensive league and they're a great three-point shooting team. And they start two non-three-point shooters in Bam yep. and Jimmy. So it lets yep. me know like, oh, it's a coaching thing. You can coach around your inefficiencies. Vogel's not a great coach. Decent. He's decent. Like, he's not. So he's, he's, he's decent. There's zero I, offense, and the defense ain't there when it's supposed to be. And I don't expect it to get any better. Like, I can honestly see the Lakers getting bounced out the first round again, unless, like, unless this is my only caveat. AD and Braun gotta go God mode. Hey, 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 <laughs> they listen. Gotta, they gotta go God mode. Like, they, they, they we gotta see 2018 Braun and 2020 AD. Listen, that's the only way this happened. Here's because Mon- Monty heard. Williams, Monty Williams, a hell of a good coach. Steve Kerr, hell of oh, a good coach. Say what you want about what... Quinn Snyder, hell of a good Taylor Jenkins. I didn't even know who this dude was from Memphis. Hell of a good coach. So, so you're gonna listen, need Braun and AD to go God mode. This is why I was one of the reasons I was mad. Vogel was not the first option, it wasn't the second option. I, I know where you're going with this, bro. It wasn't the third option, it was fourth. We could have had Ty Lue. Okay, we can't have Ty Lue scratch that. We could have had Monty. But we uh, can't have Monty scratch that. We could have had Jason Kidd. But they didn't want to do it. We got that. a top five defense. <laughs> with the Mavs playing Luca, who don't even play defense like that. Fat Luca. Fat, fat Luca. <laughs> yeah, fat overweight Luca. And he got this man playing defense, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. This is it's atrocious. It's, it's, it's seriously a joke. So. Here's another thing. Here's why I still have hope for the Lakers. Bro, hey. I, 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 need to, I need to hear it then. Hey, the way AD played versus Embiid. <laughs> you saw it, right? You hey. saw it, right? Oh, my. I was like, bro, I, I couldn't take Did he look like the best big man in the league? The best big man. Hey, I was like. Top five play in the NBA? I was like, AD, if you could keep this up. Bro, he blocked them four times. He was he was locking MB up. The only reason why MB got his points, the man went to the free throw line like it was 50 the free throw times. line. Yeah. That's really it. And half those times it's because the Lakers couldn't fucking switch. AD like, wasn't on him. But I'm why Joel Embiid is probably the most physically imposing player in the NBA. And AD was patting his shit. Be like, bro, bro come on, man. <laughs> you know who I am. You know what I do. Sometimes AD, the way he plays, it makes you forget how different he is. Like, I'm gonna give you an example. This is how great AD is. This, this is the perspective. I told you this side, I think a couple months ago. When he was playing, before he got hurt, everyone was talking about how he needed to be more aggressive, how he needed to play better, how trash his shot was, how he needed to be more aggressive and stay in the paint. He was leading the league in points in the paint. <laughs> So I'm this like, man was averaging so he's being mad aggressive. And, a, <laughs> and we're telling him 24 and 11, and people yeah. are saying, and we're telling AD, him, you need to go harder. <laughs> and I was agreeing with that. <laughs> That's how good he is. Like, the he's different. And I think he, like, even though he had, he was leading the league in points in the paint, you could tell while watching the game. Like, there's something about the eye test. He was taking a lot of jumpers. But not only that, he was breaking them. Like, like. He didn't bricks. look himself. Didn't at all. Just bricks. Didn't look like himself. Every three I saw this man took, I was like, bro, if he airballs another three, dog. Like, it, it, this... it didn't look short. Like he just he didn't have Every confidence time. in it. Yep. Like so. Even when before, like AD wasn't. He's not a great three point shooter, but it always looked like he had confidence in his jump shot. Earlier this year, it looked like, bro, he he lost the confidence. Or they also said like during the summer, he put on a lot of muscle. So yeah, like, you could tell too. That could, that could also affect his shot because I remember when um, the way Giannis shoots now is not the way he shot before, and he had and his shot his shot mechanics changed after he put on a whole lot of muscle because his yeah. body wasn't used to that, so he had to change how he shot. Yeah, so, your shoulders feel different when you bigger. Like, you, like, like, you went from you know yeah regular dude to Dwight Howard two thousand nine shoulders, so yeah. it, it, it takes a while. So, but I, what different. I what I saw. 
what I saw versus Philly, I'm like, oh, bro, you got no excuse now. You can play with anything in the league. You just, you just defended, and basically, you had 31, MVP. 12, and four against a MVP candidate. You, you got no excuse. I'll be I gotta, see, I gotta see that for this every rep. game. Be, so probably somebody. Um, for y'all, for y'all Bronx fans that don't follow Witness King James on Instagram, please, please be sure to do that. Stay dropping gems. So he dropped that in three consecutive games, we saw monster individual performances from LeBron, AD, and Russ. LeBron had 33, 7, and 6, three blocks, two steals. This was against Brooklyn, where a man was dunking like he was 27 again. AD against, against MB, 31 and 12, one assist, two steals, four blocks. The man was... Filling up the stat sheet. Russ just had 35, 4, and 5. And it says now we need them all to coexist. So that's all they got to do, bro. They they see that they all still balling. So ain't no excuse. You, you just got to make it happen. And here was another thing with me where I was like, listen, coach could be bad. And this is where I looked at the big three, not like as putting some blame on them. You could give Bogle 65. You could put 10%. I didn't want to put any blame on LeBron, to be honest with you. But you could put 10%. I can't put blame on a dude in year 19 averaging damn well 30. 30, yep. So look, <laughs> the thing with it was you could have a terrible coach, all old heads on the team. When I, when, the way I looked at it is if you have Russ, Ron, and AD on the same team, you're going to have to make it work somehow. Like, do something. Something's going to have to happen. Something's going to have to give. Ain't no way those three don't make the playoffs. Like, like I was saying, where's your pride, dog? Like, that cannot happen. You gotta put that onus on the players. I hear you. That cannot happen. So, the hey, the way I saw AD play, the way I saw Russ play yesterday, even though it was against the fucking Charlotte Hornets. Listen, them, them Hornets, they put up 158 points the other day to a team that came back on the Lakers when Brian was playing. Yeah, that, that to a team that beat Golden State the following night too. Facts. So, so. <laughs> that ain't easy. And one shot could have won it all. And that was with just Russ on the floor. So I think when we have games like that, they see, okay, I see what we could do. You what see the vision. It, it just got to come it. together. It's there. So, and another thing that helps also where I like when they only played Russ. I remember there were some games last year before the playoffs started, before the plan started, the Lakers were in trouble of being a part of the play-in, and yet they still had games where they set LeBron and AD. I know you remember that. So there was a game where um, Bron didn't play, and they played the Knicks, where AD played, and it was AD and just everybody else, and they were locking up. But that's when THT had that game-winning three, then there was the game where AD or Bron didn't play, and they played the Rockets, and they there was they were going head to head. The Rockets were trash, yes, but your players get that confidence without Bron and AD, to where it's like, okay, well we need y'all to make shots, y'all gonna make shots. And one of the reasons I was pissed, the Lakers got bounced last year against the Phoenix Suns, and I was I was I was I was happy for Phoenix, but I was so damn mad when D Book was talking all this shit in the world, Jay Crowder, all of them, because it was like, listen. Y'all do know he don't get hurt. Y'all are not here right now. Like, Bro, they were down 2-1. You're not. And it was a convincing two, two wins. One, like, the Lakers, the Lakers dominated. Like, you convincing. won the first game, but AD was putting in work. AD don't get hurt. The Lakers winning six. Six. If, and, if that, and LeBron they might was in row. And LeBron didn't, didn't even look right. Like, you could tell. The way LeBron looks this year, you could tell that man was hurt. So Bro, he was smiling <laughs> on the block with Jay Crowder on him. And then the, the whole jelly laid down in the head. Come on, bro. Hey, that's where he cursed him, right? That's where having karma was like, basketball guys were like, hey, bro, Brown, what you doing? <laughs> oh, you, can't, you can't play with the basketball guys, but. So what, what's your expectation for the, for, for the big three moving forward? My expectation is, here's what I think is going to happen. I think. Got about 50, there's 32 games left. 32 games left. If I had to give a record for the remaining 32 games, what I want or would be ideal, they got to go 20 and 12 at least. Like, they, they need a goal on a – you win 20 games. I need a, I need a 10, 15-game win streak. Yeah, because right now they're at, what, 24 games? So you'd be 44 and, what, 48? Or no, 44 and no, 20 and 12. 
you win 20 games because they're 24 and 26 right now. They're 24 and 26, so they'll be oh the games 44 and 38. They'll be 48 and 38. So that it's not great, but that'll get you. That might get you the six seed. It might to where you avoid the playing. And if you're the six seed, third seed is who? The Grizzlies? The Grizzlies or I know the Utah. um, But Utah Utah falling off a cliff right now. They've lost nine of the last 12. I, I no, I feel like Vernon Maxwell, bro. I got no respect for Utah, bro. I don't give a damn how good <laughs> their their record is. I, 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 they, they put no fear in my heart at all. Oh, and, oh. I, and, and, and you know what? Just, just so I can rant on Utah a little bit more, bro. I don't know who this hell John Hollinger is. I know who he is, but like this man got Rudy Gobert as a top five greatest defender of all time. You saw that thing, right? Trash, disgusting. I didn't see bro. it, but that's. That, that oh, bro, sick. I got to send it to you, man. He had Rudy Gobert as a top five NBA sick to my of all time. Out of all the that's, Dennis Rodmans in the world, the Akeem Olajuwon, bro, the, the He, he had Rudy Gobert over LeBron and Jordan. That's that, that, that's, that's a sick agenda. That's he a sick man. No, he should lose <laughs> he, he needs to be fired. Uh, that's disgusting. I, I, who, his, he should lose his job, and his boss should retire. Like... The fact that you let that shit get put out there—that's that's. that's you let this man embarrass himself like that? Yeah, he, that's despicable, no. nasty behavior, bro. That, nasty. That, behavior. that can't happen. What the but, fuck? <laughs> Above LeBron and Jordan—that's disgusting. Bro. <laughs> my expectations, in my opinion, they need to go twenty-four and eight at minimum. They can, they can, but they need to like. And I expect a couple trades to go down. I expect THT to be gone. I think so too. I so here, here's the thing. There's different people they can get. All right. I saw different trade packages. I don't want Terrence Ross. You, I know you, some people say he's athletic. I don't know why people want Terrence Ross like that, but go ahead. I don't want go Terrence ahead. Ross. Mm-hmm. I saw one good one. There was one THT and Baysmore. No picks for Covington. That's not bad. I like that. Um, He's going to give you hella defense and it's knocked down from three. Knocked down. Um, there were some others. I don't, I don't want the rust uh houston trade that's a dumbass trade john wall and oh throw in eric gordon fuck that trade i don't want that trade that's a dumbass um, trade. It, it would be stupid ridiculous and fucking skip addition by subtraction no bro i'm keeping russ y- y'all got why, it all you're t- not why would you trade for a guy who hasn't played in three years exactly Kirk Nowitzki has played more since what when did dirt retire he's played more games in like the past five years than, than john wall had john wall has like, on damn near one on leg, that. this man Dirk be hobbling. We're, um, we're not, we're not doing that. That's a dumbass trade. Now, one trade that I would like to see if it could happen, because as much as AD doesn't want to play the five, there's a trade that can allow somebody else to play the five and still give you mad defense and spacing, and that's Miles Turner. I hear you, but he also has a foot injury, so I don't know if he's gonna get traded. So he does have a foot injury, but I think he already. He'll be reevaluated, and they said, I think they said two weeks, like a week ago. So it's it's close. Okay, They'll so. be taking a chance. But the reason why I like Miles Turner, I think twice in the last three years he's led the league in blocks, and he's a shooter. The man shooter. is a shooter, so he could literally stand in the corner, and Brown and AD could run a pick and roll. Russ could get to the rim. They can go to work. He ain't got to clog the paint like a DJ or Dwight would. So it's because you're not gonna just leave him out there. You're not just gonna leave Miles Turner by himself and down the three. I think he solves a lot of the Lakers' problems. I don't know if they'll be able to get him. Um, trying to think, there were some other ones. That that's one of my favorite ones, but he is hurt right now. So we'll see. But you, you let me know. There's there's some different me, packages out there. Me, I, I'm going for. I don't think the Lakers need to make a big change. I it doesn't need to be big. It like to me, I'll go after get DJ a dude out of there and. Yeah, get this man out of there. Full-time family, man. That's what he needs to be. I will go after Kenrich Williams. You can get Kenrich Williams for two second-round picks. And, like, okay. more. From OKC. I'll go after Huh? From OKC. Kenrich Williams from OKC. Okay. And then what I will try to do, now you got a bigger wing. Either I'll go after Justin Holiday or Torrey Craig or hit up Sacramento and be like, hey, what do you want for Harrison Barnes? Okay. So now you know what you just did there. That shooter's in mad defense and length. Think about it. Now and you, they're now, young. Boom! You hear Harrison turns turns thirty next year, but he's still that's still young NBA age. 
And now look about look at your starting lineup. You let's say let's say you put those two in the starting lineup. You take Avery Bradley out and Stanley Johnson out. Now you've got Harrison Barnes, Cambridge Williams, LeBron, AD, Russ. Two shooters, and the shortest person on the on the floor is a six three Russ. six four Russ. That's, that's a big lineup. And then when you go to your bench, you got Dwight, Mello, Stanley, Reeves, Monk. Yeah, because THT and DJ and Dave will be out of there. It will be out of there. That's not bad. And you probably have to trade Kendrick Nunn, too, to get. Uh, yeah, you, but he hasn't played all year. So he hasn't played all year. It don't really, don't really matter, but yeah, that's fine. He'll, he'll still stay in Cali. He probably like Cali. Hey, take his ass Sacramento. Yeah. Just to stay in Cali. This man has had a bone bruise for the longest. I've, I've never seen a bone bruise last this long in my life. I think it's more I, I, I remember bruise. last year, um, Bobby on the, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, he had his, but he was back by like mid-January. Yeah. Like he he was back, but I don't know if he had it earlier or later than Kendrick did. But he was back. He was out for a while though. I, I do remember that. But that's when that's what, and then he got he was part of the whole trade with the Milwaukee, and then it was actually to Atlanta because somebody dropped the ball and said it's early. And Milwaukee still now, won the chip, so it don't matter. But Milwaukee, like Milwaukee was running their mouth like, oh, we got him, we got him from Sacramento. Like, bro, like you, you're not allowed. Isn't that the same thing that the um, that the NBA commissioner tried to hit Miami up with? Yeah. Like, how the hell you know you're gonna get Kyle Lowry? <laughs> Who you been talking that, to? That that tamper, you gotta be careful, bro. That's Come on, why man. I'd have been so careful. Like this, those early reports you be hearing, like so Kyle our strong contender for for Miami, about bro. I'm like, shut up. You would not have heard that from me as a GM. Oh, who are you looking at? Nobody. I don't who you heard that from? <laughs> we'll see what changes we make. You now, know, players just, can talk to each other and be like, hey, would you like to play with Kyle? Yeah, I would. Like, Jimmy Butler would could be like, yeah, I would love to play with Kyle Lowry. Great player. Yeah. P.G. Tucker, great player. Great player. Pat Riley, you better not say a damn thing. That <laughs> do be running his mouth a little bit. Yeah. But hey, that's man, just when, when that's you got those many championships and you built so many dynasties, you can do what you want, bro. It's a right, right now. It's Pat Riley and Jerry West right now. Don't don't nobody else say say their names. <laughs> nobody else is in that standard. Okay, so but, I like those traits. So you said Harrison Barnes and maybe a Tory Craig and Ken, Kenrich Williams. Mm-hmm. Now you got some defense and you got some length and got some shooting. I like that. I like that. Or the Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday would be great. Would be a great for this team. And I, I think Indiana is only looking for two second round picks from. So you can I'm you telling can easily you, have them. They would let Justin Holiday go for a for a THT, but they they have they have Justin Holiday and Tory Craig in Indiana, right? Yeah, they do. So you can get them both if you really wanted to. You can get them both for THT, I think, because yeah, they're, the contracts match. Yeah. So you you'll be you able get to get that and throw in a second round pick. So it's really it's really not that hard. So I I I expect to see the Lakers make some trades, but I don't think they'll make some big trades. They I think shouldn't. it's gonna be like very small. But the small trades that they make will will greatly benefit their team because they're yep. just missing one more wing. Because I, I like Stanley Johnson. Stanley I Johnson plays that boy play hard. Defense. Him and Austin Reeves. Hey, don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if in a playoff game, those two are in the lineup ending games. Closing those out. Those two in the big three. Like I could see that because although two they're in the not big great three, shooters, that's... they play some hella good defense. Melo don't need to end the game. Like yeah, Melo could hit big shots, but like. I love Play D. But my position on Melo is if he ain't hitting shots, get his ass out the court. Nice. <laughs> like, if he's not hitting shots, I don't need him on court. <laughs> and he ain't bro, doing nothing for me. Melo be doing, oh my gosh, bro. I love Melo too. He, I don't know if it's the old headness in him, the stubbornness. He be doing he some be low doing some IQ shit. Bonehead plays, bro. What was it the other day? Somebody got the steal, was about to dunk it. He, he got the turnover on a bad pass to LeBron on the cut. Then he tries to jump on the dunk, bro. If you were gonna foul him, fucking foul slap him, him don't let him go up. up. You try to jump with him knowing damn well you're 37. You could never you... jump like that ever. Because <laughs> before you were 37, you were fat, now you're skinny and you're, now it's age. And then I don't, I don't, after that, he grabs the ball, throws it and gets a tech. Bro, that's four free points. Like, like bro, what are we doing here? Four free, for what? For again, for a veteran, he be having some low IQ shit where I'm just like, you've been in the league far too long to be doing some stuff like that. But as we transition, we know it's cha- it's championship weekend. 
know, we got the Bills. Not a Bills. Ooh, crazy. <laughs> the Chiefs versus the Bengals. My Bucks lost, so it's going to be the Rams versus the 49ers. Our Bucks did get a chance to catch any of those games. Hold up. First of all, let's let's give let's pay our respects. Oh to yeah. A luxurious career. Tom Brady, breaking news, has decided to retire. Greatness, that, man. Greatness. Nothing but greatness. Listen, I hated the New England Patriots for long enough. Same. I was happy as hell when he came to my town. Hell yeah. Got us a championship. Yeah, I, I'm right. Tom Brady, I love you. I salute you. <laughs> Despite what I said the last 15 years, don't worry about this. We're past that. We're past you, that. you brought me Good. a championship. You, you, for the first time since I can remember, you had the Bucks in back-to-back playoffs. Nice. And you got us a championship. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say a bad thing about you, bro. I can't remember that shit in my lifetime since I've been doing that shit. So, thank exactly. You. Um, now in terms of who I got winning, hold on, who you got winning? Tell me who you got winning. I know. So remaining the the Chiefs versus the Bengals. I feel like that's a that's an insane matchup. I I honestly feel like that's gonna be high scoring. So I had um I had it going the Chiefs 38-34. I got Patrick Ooh. Mahomes throwing four touchdowns, but Joe Burrow going to throw like three or four as well. You giving Joe Burrow a lot of credit, man. I don't, I'm not mad at you. That, bro, I saw him get his ass whooped against the Titans last week and like stood winning. 10 toes down and, and, yep. and made a strike to win the game. I, plus, he went to LSU, and I remember what he did to LSU in 2019. So bro, I got to give, give him after respect. The game. <laughs> Bruh, yeah, I had a fat one. He like, bruh, was cold. Man, you that know who I am? Cold. You know who I am. You know what I was doing here. So um, I got I got to give respect to Joe, like, because honestly, looking at it, the Titans had no reason to be behind that game. It was just Joe. They they sacked Joe Burrow like nine, nine times. times, bro. That's crazy. He, he had a turnover. He didn't throw a touchdown. So there was really no reason for the Bengals to win that game. Yeah, they did. So I got to give them the respect. So I I believe they know it's got to be pretty. still winning 38-34. Okay, but who you got when the, the, the chip? Oh, the chip? Oh, I, I thought we were going to do that next week. Oh, okay, okay. The chip. So I'm going to make a prediction right now. Put your money huh? down. If you had to make a pick right now, put your money down. Gun in your head. Tomorrow, the Rams play the 49ers. I got the Rams beating the 49ers, so it's going to be Super Bowl. Chiefs versus Rams. I got to give it to that bad man and um, Patrick Mahomes, bro. He built different. Okay. Okay, all right. So, listen, my prediction, I agree with you. Listen, (laughs) I've been saying, bro, before the Chiefs played the Bills, I was like, listen, whoever wins this game is winning the Super Bowl. Like, oh, you thought somebody said, bro, I said, whoever wins this game, because that's their hardest matchup. They're each other's hardest matchups. So, I was like, if the Bills get through here. Pause real quick, bro. The level of respect that I have for Josh Allen went up tenfold. It went up. Nah, I, I, hey, me being a UCF guy, I kept saying our boy, our boy was saving him. Our boy Gabe Davis was saving. Who the him. fuck was Gabriel Davis, bro? Hey, hey, you ain't, <laughs> hey, you ain't seen him in the UCF day. I, I, I have not, cold, bro. He's cold now, bro. He almost ended that cornerback's life. You saw that route he ran? Set that boy to the shadow realm. Oh my god, bro. That man has a family. I, I didn't see that until the replay, bro. I was like, wait, where's he at? <laughs> I thought he fell oh, down. He did fall. He <laughs> fell. <laughs> but when they showed the touchdown, I just saw the catch. I didn't see him. I was like, because it was on on Josh, and then they zoomed out, and he threw it. And by the time they zoomed out to him, like, he was already, he got back up already, but it was too late. So I was like, what happened? How you just completely missed that? And the dude got cooked. <laughs> like, the dude cooked, had four bro. touchdowns. In front of millions of people. At first, I was I was like, oh, man, Patrick Mahomes working for all these touchdowns. Josh Allen keeps getting bailed out by Gabe Davis. But then I had to really look at it, bro. I was like, listen, this dude came through on fourth down multiple times. He ran down the field multiple times. Uh, he, he, he was balling. I got to give Josh Allen this clutch. He did what he was supposed yeah, to right. do with 13 seconds left on the clock. He did his job. Now that Bills defense, I don't care what nobody say about them damn rule changes of overtime and shit. Bro, you're yeah. supposed to be the number one defense in the league. 13 seconds left, the number one defense in the league. Let somebody go down the field. Make like a stop. The field. Like, come on, bro. I don't want to hear that. That That's just greater for Patrick Mahomes. This is what that is. Um, 
and over time they took care of business. But I was saying they were each other's hardest matchup. I said I had the Chiefs winning it all before the playoffs started. But when that okay. game came about, I said, yo, whoever wins this game is winning it all. And I don't think I'm going to be wrong. And in terms of the Bengals, the prediction you made, it's a good one. I don't know if you'll score 34, and here's why. The Chiefs are not going to sack him like the Titans sack him. So he'll have, they're going to put pressure on him, but they're not going to sack him like the Titans did. So he'll have more opportunities. But the thing is, I think Tyrant's going to play. I think Honey Badger going to play. Yeah, they say he's playing. They say he's playing. So because of that, ain't going to be no cooking like that dude was getting. <laughs> like, yeah. But at the same time, it might have still happened because Honey Badger might have been on Diggs, if we're being honest. Because Diggs That's got true. completely taken out the game. He got he got locked out. They did their job on Diggs, but it was like, yo, y'all forgot about Gabe Davis, bro. Boy, it was cooking dudes in the slot. I'm like, bro, they're not going to cover 13? They forgot about left open. They forgot about him on the first touchdown. Forgot about him on the second touchdown. Forgot about him on the third touchdown. Like, bro, he's how the many first, times he got to warn you? They say he's the first player in NFL history to have four touchdowns, four touchdowns. 200 yards in the postseason. I'm like, what? Ever. Hey, UCF built. Come on, bro. <laughs> hey, pay your respects. Pay your respects. I hear so, that. I hear that. So, but yeah, I got the Chiefs. It's going to be two nice games tomorrow. And who, who, they get who, you got the, who do you got them playing in the Super Bowl? Who I got the Chiefs playing? Yeah. So, although the 49ers have had the Rams number for the last, what is it, six years? They haven't beaten them or some shit? They, they, they've beaten them six times, no, seven times in a row. Seven times in a row. I think the Rams pull it out. I think come clutch time, because the Niners have a great defense. Mm-hmm. But now you got to worry about, was it, Debo Samuel, uh, Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell. So, Georgia Kittle. I don't think Jimmy G's all that. I really don't. I think he'd be getting saved by a squad. He he manages games well. He he does just he... enough where like, damn, okay. That's yeah. it. Here, hold on. Give me one second. You still there? Oh, you are mute. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm good. So here's why I think the Rams figure it out. Even though they, they lost this season, this season they got mollywhopped by the Niners. Mm-hmm. Here's why I think Jimmy G is going to have way too much to deal with. I know every time Jimmy G throws the ball, everybody on the Niners sideline, as much as they praise him, they cringe. Like They're like, ooh. Every time he throws that ball down the field, they're they like, hold oh, their oh. breath. They hold their breath. So you're going to have to deal with uh, Vaughn Miller. Mm. You're going to have to deal with Aaron Donald. Then you got to deal with homeboy uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey in, the back end. in the back end. Now you got to deal with who can't nobody cover Cooper Cup. I don't give a deal how At all, bro. Is. That man been cooking people all year. Can't nobody cover Cooper Cup. And now you got to deal with OBJ too. Hey, good luck. I think they coming with a vengeance. <laughs> a vengeance. They 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 gonna get they get back. I really believe it's gonna be the Rams and Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and it's gonna be a great game. Great game. And you got the Chiefs pulling it out? Yeah, yeah. But last weekend was best football, best football weekend, like, ever. Like, that shit was crazy. They they said in the final two minutes of that Bills-Chiefs game, it was a total of 25 points. Yeah. Like, yo, that's some (laughs) next-level stuff, bro. Like, You know, know, last time I remembered something, a football weekend that great, it wasn't even NFL, bro. It was when? It was college? Yeah, that Auburn-Alabama game. Remember that? When they... Which one? It was um oh my gosh what year was it? Uh, when Cam? I think so. No, I think so. It was when at the last play they kicked they punted it to Auburn. Oh oh that, that was twenty thirteen or twenty yeah and they ran it back like a hundred yards. I'm yes, like yo bro. and I remember to this day commentator saying oh Alabama can't catch them. It's all fat guys on the field, bro. I remember that to this <laughs> day, bro. Man ran back a hundred. That game was wild, but I haven't that seen some a game like that since then. So this it was a great football weekend. It's about to be another great football weekend, and the Super Bowl just gonna be litty. It's exactly. gonna be litty. So we gonna see. All right. So right now, as we transition from football to the NBA, you know, we still got it going on, and you go. There's some discussions. 
up yep. and down. Who's the MVP? Who's been playing well? Who hasn't playing well? Injuries, records, all that. Who so, do you think is the MVP at this moment? Or who do you think should be up for MVP consideration? That MVP conversation keeps fluctuating. And rightfully so. Because motherfuckers balling, motherfuckers out. Motherfuckers balling. So people take spots. So it was KD at one point, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was Steph. Well, it was Steph, then it was KD. And then it was... Um, I didn't want to put LeBron out, and I was like, look, if they figure this out and get the fifth seed, LeBron could win it, because this moment is playing unbelievably good, unbelievably well. Right now, I got Embiid as the MVP. Oh, you got Embiid um, as the MVP. I got Embiid as the MVP right now, because, bro, he's playing out of his fucking mind right now. I think the I last agree. four games before the Lakers game, he had a 50-point game, two 40-point games, and, like, a 38-point game. Like... That's some shit Dame was doing. <laughs> like, like as a big, he was, the man was putting up well, scoring numbers in like multitude of games. It was crazy. And he's not sitting. So the most games he's played in a row, crazy to say, was 26 his entire career. I think right now he's at like 22. So he's playing. Like he's not sitting right now. He's playing. Um, so I give him credit for that because last year he finished second in the MVP race behind Jokic. But he, it's because he missed a lot of games. If he didn't miss those 18 games, whatever he's probably it was, he's going to win the MVP. He'll right? win the MVP. So I think he's trying to get it again this year. And right now he's my MVP. I wanted Steph to win it. My prediction was for Steph to get it before the year even started. And he was proving Same. me right. He was proving me right. Even up to breaking that record. Even though he had some off games, he was still proving me right when he broke his record. Right now, this January, oh my God, that ain't Steph Curry, bro. That ain't Steph Curry. That ain't Seth Curry. That ain't Word. That ain't Wardell. That ain't. That ain't. What's his dad name? That ain't even him. Dell Curry. That ain't Dell. I don't know who. That, that's Snell Curry, bro. That's that's somebody you else. Know, his his shooting slump. You know that literally, it puts a more attention on how important Draymond Green is. Yes. And I think a, you had a lot of pe- a lot of people, NBA fans, NBA casuals, even some Warrior fans, never understood how great what value Draymond brings. Because Steph is a point guard, but he's not your traditional point guard. He's not a Chris Paul, a Jason Kidd, a Steve Nash, those kind of dudes. So you have Draymond, who not only, you know, talks in the back, he's the back line of your defense, but he's also running everything for you offensively. So he get, he's getting guys easy looks. And I think a lot of this time that you've seen Steph with his shooting struggles is because he misses that kind of guy like like because a lot they have a lot of continuity with the same guys you know jordan poole's been there juan toscano anderson and they got some like new rookies there but at the same time like they don't know where steph likes catching it so he can get in his in his rhythm draymond does clay's finally back which you know congratulations glad to see clay back on the court but i think we're really starting to see the importance of what draymond brings to steph offensively but in my opinion I didn't hear you mention his name, but I feel like the MVP right now is John Morant. Ah, I knew you was about to go there. I knew you was about to hey, John Morant, bro. Like, huh? I would like, be we, bad we, if he took your dog. Like, we got what? What he averaged? He's averaging twenty six, six and eight. He's like, holy. he he has Memphis in the third seed. He got those young dudes competing and balling. And an, and I don't know why. No, like for some reason. Like to me, I I hear your MB. MB's in my top three, cause KD got like you said, KD got KD was number one. He got hurt. Steph, the record, the shoot, three point shooting, all that. But then he's had. He, it, it'd be weird if he had like a couple game slump. It's been like almost a month and a half. Yeah. Even with that slump, he's top three, top five. So it's like you can't really. As long as still giving if you he fixes the slump, if Steph fixes the slump and they finish second in the standings, he could still win it. So, but. For me, <laughs> for me, I have I, I gotta have John Morant, and I know, and I I gotta give Demar Derozan some love, cause he's what he's five. been cause what he's been able to do with the Chicago Bulls. So I got him. And are we forgetting that the Phoenix Suns have the best record in the league? Why isn't Chris Paul getting any love? Why? You know what it is? I think Chris Paul and D. Book canceled each other out. I don't think that that shouldn't be fair though, because now KD, you're right. KD you're right. was playing with 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 James Harden. You're right, but James Harden isn't playing as well as KD. I think the way so here's the 
if I if I was gonna pick an MVP from Phoenix, because last year I thought honestly that we could have given the MVP to Chris Paul, and I would have. I thought so too. I would have been glad. And even if this year we're picking an MVP from Phoenix, I'm still taking Chris Paul. And the reason being is what he does. Because what I, the MVP conversation changes all the time in terms of the definition. One of the definitions I stick by is what are you with him and what are you without him? So we know what the Phoenix Suns are without Chris Paul. Yeah, they won those eight games in a row, but we but know what they not, are without Chris Paul. They're not a championship level team at all. He changed everything. And he's still doing, you, you thinking, oh, he's got to be, he's 37 now, he's getting older. This small 6-0, guy. He still leads the league in assists. This man still leads the league in assists. Uh, is still a great defender to this day. Is literally running things in the entire offense. And the team's just different because of him. So if I'm picking one from Phoenix, I'm picking Chris Paul. And I'm, I'm giving him his flowers. But the voters don't seem to want to do that. And it's crazy. Like, they, they're more interested in gaudy numbers and crazy numbers. But I feel like, like you said, the definition changes because they gave Steve Nash back-to-back MVPs because he was averaging 13 points and 12 assists yep. with the Phoenix Suns and putting up, you know, that the, they were put, they were winning games by a crazy amount of margins. But they do. So why not give Chris Paul that same type type of love because he he's the leader of that Suns team. They have, the, the, you, no matter what you think of DeAndre Ayton, he's an all-star caliber player. And, Steve, and Chris Paul is an all-star. Devin Book is, is their all-star. So I have a problem with the fact that, like, why isn't Chris Paul getting more appreciation and love for what he's doing with Phoenix right now? Because Chris Paul is one, of the, is one of the ultimate floor raisers in the league. Because like, remember, remember in the 2019-2020, he got shipped off to OKC. <laughs> People were expecting them to tank. They had like they the were a playoff seed. team. They were a playoff team. Hold on, I want to make sure I heard you right. Did you use the Steve Nash example? Yes. So that that's what pisses me off. You gave Steve Nash not one but two MVPs for doing exactly what Chris Paul's doing right now. Exactly what he's doing. Averaging a double double. What? 16 and 11, 15 and 11, same shit is the reason why they're winning. If you check win shares, I haven't checked it. I'm pretty sure Chris Paul's way of you could check defensive win shares, you could check offensive win shares, you could check plus minus. You but look at PR. you he's could even there. scratch all that. Look at the impact he's gotten to that team since he's been there. Yep, and where like, they at first seed two years in a row, it looks like it's gonna be. Playoffs could make it deep as long as the Lakers don't get the eight. Could oh, be back God. to back NBA finals that they could, could get be. to. And they gotta be like, oh damn, we should have given it to him. Well, it's too late. Like, come on. Give him his flowers yeah. now. John Morant's gonna ball again. D Book's gonna ball again. Uh Embiid's gonna ball. Like these dudes are they're gonna ball out again, bro. Like just Braun missed out. Braun should have probably had eight NBA. MVP if we be in total. Then they, they were never gonna give it to him, so it doesn't matter. Really they're they're never gonna give him that f- a five MVP because conspiracy theorists or not, they don't want him tying with Jordan. Yep, no. and 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 that um that that defensive player of the year that they gave Mark Gasol, who wasn't even first team all defense. Don't even get me started on that. That's he wasn't even the, uh, out of the NBA centers. He was like the top five center on defense that year. They had um they had a couple they had a, a other dudes in front of him. The dude from oh. Chicago, number 13, now I'm forgetting his name. Joakim Noah. Joe had Joakim Noah and other centers in front of him for defensive player of the year. Check this, though. He wasn't even the best defender on his team. Tony Allen was. So, to me, so, like, that's that's not even a conspiracy. Like, that shit, they, they robbed this man. <laughs> like, so, so, when it comes to the voters, what I'm looking at is, like, what are you voting things on when it comes to MVP or things like that? Because... I, me personally, from what I've seen with Ja, how he improved, people keep saying most improved. Fuck the most improved. He's a he's an MVP. MVP. Yep. He's an MVP improved. candidate. Right. So, what are you looking at, and what is your grading criteria when it comes to MVP? Because it makes no sense how Chris Paul is not at least top three. That's and that's just just my final word on it. Speaking of voting, speaking of voting. How you feel about Andrew Wiggins being <laughs> starter you, you, in the West? You, my honest opinion, I really don't give a fuck. I, hey, I'm happy for him. 
I'm Listen. happy for him too because now he, his bread goes up. He gonna get paid. Facts. But them, them, I really, them I, I don't know why everyone is so in their feelings about him being an, yeah, an all star. Listen, why? I'm not in my feelings about it. I think he's a way better option than Rudy fucking Gobert. If he wasn't a starter, I would have been pissed. I would have been frustrated. He he don't deserve that because um, like. They gave Draymond was an All Star and he was I mean he was also he was averaging like eight nine and seven but like yeah come on man it's impact bro that shit's different like, now give Andrew Wiggins his flowers I think Draymond might be an All Star then because after the starters the coaches pick right yeah and the last two years he hasn't been the same because the Warriors weren't the same I think um, Draymond's gonna win Defense Player of the Year a uh, uh, year side note if he comes back depending on if he comes back healthy or not. That's, that's a valid argument. He could. I wish AD would. But it, it was that, but he already missed I, like twenty games. So. I I had AD in there and Michael Bridges for Phoenix Suns. I didn't have Michael Bridges for Defensive Player of the Year, but that's not a bad pick. Now, if you if people that were saying they shouldn't have taken Andrew Wiggins, you could have taken D Book, but he's a two, and you took yeah. John Morant. So and that so, I'm not yeah. even mad at it. When you think of the threes. Who were they gonna take as a three? Paul George is hurt. Kawhi's hurt. LeBron's already taken at the three or four. AD's uh, missed a significant amount AD's of time. AD's missed a significant amount of time. Uh, you're not gonna take Cat because the Timberwolves are trash. It it just it wasn't gonna work. You're not gonna put Anthony Edwards because you can't say that he's more deserving than Andrew. He's not and Andrew. So like I don't know why every I don't understand why everyone's upset about that. They shouldn't be. It's, like they really should. Like. Like, casual why is everyone really upset? Like, yeah, I feel like it's some casual shit. Like, why are you in your feelings about this man? Because he, it's just an all-star game. Good for him. Facts. Facts. So, most improved, though, you brought it up. I got my boy Tyler Hero getting most improved on deck. I'll go and nobody say. That boy said he's on the level of the Jaws and the Lucas and, and the Trays. Everybody was like, whoa. So, I, I ain't, fi- ain't fan the cat, bro. He, he, yeah. He, he he's one of those act. players that where he heard the criticism and instead of like like crying like a old punk about it, he said, gym. "I bet I'm I'm back in that lab." He's in his and bag. He 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 showed me something like, and he's a better passer than I thought he would be too as well. But most improved, I, I really have no idea for most. Improved, yeah, he'll run the point sometimes. For most improved, I really don't know who all have for most improved at this moment. Nah, I got Tyler Hero. Hey, ain't even. I ain't yeah, even close. Like. That's, you could you could you could do Mikel Bridges. You he was always that, he, he was always like that, and his numbers haven't really changed. He's just getting no 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 no, no 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 his numbers changed. I'm telling you right, hey check you last mean, year. My, my, wait Miles oh, Miles Miles okay I was about to say Miles. oh Miles Bridges all right Miles yeah you're right Bridges. on that you're right I take that back Miles you're right Bridges. you're right. Miles Bridges, oh my God, definitely, definitely, <laughs> he, shit, he might beat Tyler Hero for that, but because averaging twenty eight and four or something like that, dude is insane. He is balling, bro. And you know, and basketball is just his side job. He's a rapper. That's true. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Here's why I salute him. He picked. Um, he had the option of signing an extension, and he declined. He bet on himself. He about to get that bag. He about to get that oh, contract. He gonna get a max. Yeah, max player right there. So, shouts out to him. But uh, uh, as far as his MVP conversation going, uh, I I feel like you got to give more credit to Chris Paul and Ja. Well, what's your final words on it, man? On the MVPs? Yeah. You got Chris Paul and Ja. I don't have a top two right now. Right now, well, right now it's Embiid, dog. And here's it's another Embiid. reason why. Here, here's why I'm making another case for Embiid. Let, let's, 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 let's do this. Let's check right now. So if we look, click standings. I'm in the East. All right, they're sixth right now. But they're tied with Brooklyn, same record. And they're half a game behind the fourth seed. Half a game behind the third seed. So... When you're thinking about it, based on where they finish, and you talking about all the drama with Ben Simmons, where they're saying, oh, trade Ben, oh, Ben's not gonna play, oh, Ben's talking to the, you know, the therapist, he, he don't really feel, you know, comfortable playing, this and that. Mm-hmm. He's taking no, he care just don't wanna be in Philly no more. Yeah, and it beats taking care of business. And this don't look like the same um, Philly that played in the bubble without Ben Simmons, where they had to play the Celtics and they just weren't good enough. This Philly team, 
would mop the Celtics right now. And this Philly team, let's see, they're the sixth seed, third seed is Cleveland. Cleveland's nice this year. I think they could beat Cleveland in the first round and upset Definitely, because they're, so, they're a young squad. Exactly. So they would get past the first round, unlike what they did in the bubble. So I I give him props. And then B's just putting his head down and playing, bro. He's taking less jump shots, taking it to the rack, literally dominating. Like, I give him props for that. But I understand your point about Ja and CP. If anybody wanted to give, if Ja or CP won the MVP, I would not be mad at all. I would gladly be wrong about him being. And that would be completely fine with me. So it's all relative. All right, man. Any final takes before we log off for our 22nd episode? Welcome to have you back. Hey, it's, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Any final takes is the Lakers better tighten the fuck up. <laughs> I, that's all I'm saying. I, I, I don't want to get you scared, but there's a David McMenamin. He just said LeBron's going to miss his third game tomorrow. And let me swing this. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like my meniscus has been torn for a year. I'm finally, like, better where I can move yeah. and jump, no pain, but I'm still not playing ball so that doctor clears me. I feel like I'm going to leave. or bro. MCL? Meniscus, meniscus. Ain't too bad, ain't too bad. I just okay. I, I just need the doctor to clear me. Let that do. As soon as the doctor says, all right, you're good, I'm going to be balling like crazy, bro. But right now, it's a no. It's a no. But it's really my fault. But that's, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys coming in for the 22nd episode of the Zotalk podcast. You know, we talk sports, ball, all that stuff. We appreciate you guys for having me. Peace out. Sirski.